Trophy Titans Team 2 is in full swing. We've had iconic legends drop as SBCs, but reviews are not great, people. They've given them the juice, but being an auto-finisher isn't a selling point anymore. We've got a slow death of the market as the anticipation grows. Day in, day out, the team of the season is just around the corner. If you had investments, I hope you sold. And if you're holding out for a rebound, take your coins now and run, 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 people. Taking you into the final week before the chaos, madness and insanity that is team of the season. Tonight we will be breaking down our feelings on the game so far, our favourite and what we hope for the future of the digital game. This is your Nothing But A Foot Thing podcast. Tonight, joining me for a special 1v1 conversation is the world's second biggest Liverpool fan after Jamie Carragher, host of the Friday show and dear friend, Kevin. Kevin, how are you, man? Hey, what an intro, JP. Man, the, the energy. I love it, dude. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, dude. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, it's always a pleasure to be on the show, uh, the midweek show. You and Jandy always bring the good vibes. It's always a ton of fun being on here. And as you said on Friday, the Friday show is a show of optimism. Now that we've you know had some time to digest everything, we can shit all over EA. So that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be one of those big dirty stinky ones like a like a, a post weekend with the boys you know mangoes the only thing you've eaten because it's the only thing in your drink that kind of like just liquidy slush anyway um it's good to have you all on board friends of the show if you're still listening now listen kev i just wanted to ask you some questions man how how's fifa been for you Hey, it's been going all right, man. I mean, uh, like a lot of people, you know, when, when the wins are going in your favor, when the bounces, the DDA are going in your favor, all is good. So did very well, you know, won 11 straight in champs, then we went into and we went to the cup, we won 10 straight in there. So obviously, I'm loving the game right now. Yeah, I understand that you've got DDA Dudek in goal. Oh, yeah, dude. He's the only guy that can stop DDA Drogba himself, man. He's crazy, dude. Like, seriously, like, I mean, I haven't used him a ton yet probably about 20 games, but like he's the best goalkeeper I've used. I, I hate to say it. Genuine DGENs, people. I haven't used him a lot, but only 20 games. That's how DGENs talk about it. Like how, how many players, who's got the most games in your club, man? Oh, I've got a player on 300, 300. I've got somebody who's played 1600. I'm like, I haven't even played 500 games, man. And this dude's got, you know, that guy's got four accounts too. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Pace of a tortoise. I know. But uh, yeah, so Kev, how was your weekend league? You said that you went 11-1. and one. I saw some of your streams. Um, it looked like in some of the games you were loving it and in some of the games you were just so frustrated that you couldn't pass the ball. What do you think that was about? Yeah, man. So, I mean, I, I think this is something that a lot of people have experienced actually recently. So, I mean, of course, when things are going your way, you tend not to notice them as much, but the bullshit was still there for sure. But um, I guess the problem that I noticed, and I've seen a lot of people mention this, and... I believe it's mostly a problem on new gen is that some of the animations have just been really fucking weird. So like, let's say you're trying to get a pass off. Let's say you're using like Nkunku, for example, and he'll like, he'll pull his right leg back to like swing, get ready to pass the ball. And then it just decides to like ignore the input at like some point or just like say, eh, fuck it. Like, we're not just going to do the animation. It's all right. And then he just doesn't do it. Or he waits like an extra three seconds, does another animation and then passes it to someone that's no longer there. So that's kind of, my frustration yeah i've been running into that same frustration like, i keep on calling it the phantom pass like I, it's like i know i press the button 
I know I pressed it, but nothing happened and the ball didn't get passed. And now I've just been tackled because I think I'm really smart, like just playing with the ball on the edge of the halfway line, thinking, oh, you're never going to take the ball off me because I'll just spin at the right moment. And then you go to spin and you don't and you go to pass it and you don't. And that was kind of my weekend league experience, which is why I only got nine wins. I'm putting it down to that. The game was crap, not me. It had nothing to do with me doing it Sunday, 3 a.m. No, not at all. It was completely the game that was at fault. Not me one bit. So given that your your sort of weekend experience has been pretty good, you said you were pretty hot in the cup. Um, what stuck out for you as a, as a great part of that FIFA experience this week in terms of players? Like, have, have, did you get anyone? I mean, you said Dudek, but he's a goalkeeper, so it's pretty boring. Man. Like, is there anybody that you've brought in could be a, a player you've had an eye on or anything like that that you brought into the team. Could be a loan and you've gone, wow, that is something I really need to get in my team. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, actually, it's it's not a player that I've been using. I've been trying a new system and I've really been enjoying it. So we can, let me give a shout out to my friend, the Foot Pirate. He's a really good guy. Um, you should definitely check out his his uh, 442. So this is the one I was using. So rather than a player that sort of changed things for me, um, I kind of kept basically the same team. We switched around a couple of things here and there, but for the most part, it's the same dudes. And But we did it with the 442 from the Foot Pirate. So you can find him at the FUT Pirate on Twitter. And it's like pinned up on his profile, like the top post. And really cool, man. Like really had fun with this. I feel like it was similar to my 4222. Just the balance was a little different on everyone. So it was nice, man. It felt comfortable, but good. So yeah. yeah how did you find the triangles in that system? Um, they're there, man. And I think a lot of, if you have a good four, four, two, a good four, triple two, a good four, two, three, one, there are always triangles available in these systems. If, um, the way that it's set up, the movement is good on players. The balance is good on your midfield, on your, uh, wingers getting forward, coming back. There should be good triangles there. Like the right, uh, the right mid to the right center mid back to the right back is really effective. And you can do that on the left side as well with the left mid, left center mid and left back. That's a really good triangle. Also the left striker, left mid, uh, Left center mid is a really good one as well. I mean, there's tons in there, man. So I I really enjoyed that. And you know me, man. I love the passing. Yeah, me too. That's a system that I'm going to, once I get on, I'm going to have a good go with it. And I think that maybe if not this show, then the next show, we're definitely going to have a little breakdown of that. Maybe we'll have them on and talking about it. We'll see how that one goes. Um, so what what's frustrated you this, this weekend? Because I know that like people have been feeling very frustrated either by drop rates or by the gameplay or servers or whatever it is. It seems to me there's no consistency in the game formats. You go rivals, it plays one way. You go weekend league, it plays a different. You go qualies, it plays a different way. And it's like, it's the same game. What's going on? Like, do you have any feelings on that? And it's not even just that, right? It's, you know, I log in, you know, this morning and I play a game, I go to work, I come back after it, and the game is a different game. It's really weird, man. I mean, we said it before, right? At its best, this game is tons of fun, and I I really believe that. This game is tons of fun, but it is very inconsistent. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, it's just different all the time, right? And then what you're talking about, like, the, the passing and stuff, like, the phantom passes, it's even inconsistent within the same game. Some games, and this is something I experienced a lot this weekend, you know, the passes are super responsive, the left stick is super responsive, then for a moment or two, it goes to shit, and then because of that, you know, it could be in a crucial moment. It always seems to be in a crucial moment as well, and you lose the ball. So that's kind of yeah. frustrating. Crucial moment for me, never a crucial moment for them. Why are they so good? That's what I want to know. How can they do all that stuff and I can't do shit? That's always the frustration for me, that I'm always like, how can... If we're playing the same game on the same system, 
uh, how how is your game more responsive than mine when it's not an internet issue? It's just so weird. Like, I don't want to get conspiracy nut on it, but it's just so weird that other people can do it and I can't. And I'm like, I know I'm not that good, but I'm not that bad, you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, I I see it, man. So, like, yeah, sometimes you're playing against an opponent and it just seems like their AIs are way more, like, their their AI defenders are more on it. Their players seem more responsive. It's just, it's weird, right? And it just goes into consistency. And, again, not to get way into, like, conspiracies and shit, but maybe... I've said it before. I don't, like, totally believe in DDA itself, but I believe that maybe there's, like, some artificial momentum they put into the game and maybe that's why you see this stuff happen could be a theory then oh again, yeah artificial artificial momentum is definitely a thing man and you feel it in games when you're just like they don't want me to i'm trying every time i'm trying to pass the ball out it's getting intercepted they're getting all the bounce backs we know the game's bent at times so we just kind of accept it or we have mental breakdowns come back <laughs> and then realize we should have accepted it in the first place exactly. now before i run through the content that we've had since friday I understand there's like sort of breaking weird news come out today from the Twitter community. Now, is it, is it shocked to laugh who came out with this? Yeah, so we can call this, yeah, we could call this breaking news. So this is, yeah, so shock x laugh, or you can call him quick rage foot. So at quick underscore rage EAFC. So this guy has, um, he's found this theory. You might have seen it floating around. A lot of like bigger like creators have shared this as well. So he says, this is a bit scary. And sorry if I'm, I struggle to read this. He uses a lot of emojis, and I love the way this guy types. It's awesome. He's such a fucking legend. So give me a moment here. He says, this is a bit scary. Ever wonder why some players just stop being useful? This could be why. Go to player bio. Attributes. Scroll down to injury. There are permanent injuries. Can only be seen on the app, by the way. Please retweet to help others. So uh, basically, go ahead and take a look at some of your players in your club. A lot of other people are doing this as well, and they're posting screenshots. And if you look in the companion app, some players will randomly have an injury, and, you know, I guess the idea here is that this feeds into the whole my player has been nerfed theory. So people say, like, oh, Di Maria's SBC card got nerfed a week or two later. CDK got nerfed a week or two later. So they're saying this could potentially be the explanation for that. Uh, what do you think, JP? I think it's the most bent company in the fucking world, isn't it? I mean, come on, man. Like, literally, like, here's the product. But here is the real product underneath. Honestly, it really is the, it's so greasy and slimy. And it's like, it's fucking, it's coke cut with fentanyl in it. It's just, it's dirty. Like, these people are just wrong, mate. Like, they just, they t- they've got such a good product, right? And they're just like, yeah, we're just going to fuck up your experience. I reckon it's a visual glitch, but he's my homeboy. So I don't think he's, he's done his research, man. You know, I got a lot of love for that guy. So... I know for a fact that if he's done his research and other people have, this could be the nerf effect in effect. Maybe it's also affecting tactics and stuff like that, because I don't know if you ever go and do tactics, but when you go to your tactics, if you've got like balance buildup and you go to the app, it tells you you've got fast buildup. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 So I don't know whether or not like, Oh my God, imagine EA just cheaped out on the companion app so much that they can't even hide their bullshit. That would be the best. Like, this app is so old, so poorly designed that they can't even, like, front load it. <laughs> like, yeah. back, start to load the back end. They have to load the front end, and you can see how fucked it all is. What do you reckon? <laughs> JP, you know, I think you might be right there, man, because I don't know if you remember. Maybe this is, like, two years ago or something. There was something that came, some kind of bug that came up in the companion app, and people could see, like, a lot of different, like... Um, like, I don't know if you'd call it like administrative, like type privileges on there, but basically you could say, Hey, 
my account, like you can put a little check mark that says this account is tagged for good luck, basically, or something like that, which I don't know if you remember that was a thing, which was just ridiculous. The, the, the probability sliders. Something Do you remember? Like the, something yeah, like that, had, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They could go into accounts and change them. It was, um, they put it as, oh, it was our way of like, the only way we could drop content for content producers um, that we were giving them for special charity events. And it was like, no, I, I, I think you turned up the pack weight when Bateson was opening packs at five past six because you're horrible people and you want people to spend thousands of pounds on packs because that's EA, you greasy, greasy company. Yes. So greasy. Like, in just, oh, God, just so, like, oh, my God. I, if EA made nuggets... Don't believe it's chicken. That's all I'm going to say, man, because that's the kind of company that they are, right? So, yeah. do, have, you, have you been through your club and looked at anybody? I'm, 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 I'm about to. I'm close to ending this podcast, and I'm, I'm wondering why Nkunku's playing shit. Like that's where that's where I'm at. <laughs> you know, so I haven't gone through it really yet. I mean, listen, my theory is kind of that, kind of what you mentioned before, that this is like probably just a visual bug. Like that would be my guess, anyways. Um, but I mean, it's EA, man. We don't know here, and. Quick rage, quick rage foot. I mean, Chalk Laugh. He's like a great dude. He does his research. He knows things, and he's trying to spread this the awareness, the community, which I think is really awesome. So you know, I see some people commenting like douchey shit on here, like it's clearly a bug. I'm like fuck you, man. Like seriously, fuck you. You know, like what are you doing, bro? This guy has worked really hard, and it's it's. I I personally think it's a bug, anyways. But you know, don't, don't be a dick, man. That's all I would say. Hey. Leave my bro alone, man. He's my fucking homeboy, man. Big yeah, shout out. He knows bro. how much I love him, man. He's fucking amazing. So that's a really interesting one. And also, by the way, if um if you're in the comments of a subject that you find banal, you're a weirdo. Like I'm just there gonna break go. that to yeah. you. If you're if you're just like this is a load of shit, and then you go into the comments and you're like, yo, this is so obviously this, and it's like, well, why are you writing it then? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you getting out of that? Weird people, weird they, people. They t- well, that's the FIFA community, man. You gotta take the good with the bad. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, and then just just to add to that, imagine you know writing out something, taking the time to write something out, checking it, make sure you spelled everything right, and then hitting send on something you don't give a shit about. Really stupid. So I don't know, weird people, man. Yeah, uh, and also if you ever do get those kind of weird long responses, multiple responses, uh, uh, co- copy your tweet uh, and then delete it. And then uh, all of their comments will be deleted along with it. And um, when they go to add more, it'll say tweet not available. And that'll just frustrate them. That's something I picked up from a few content creators who let me know about that one. So I'm going to pay that forward as they paid it forward onto me. All right. So we're going to have a little run through content. We're going to look at what's been coming out since uh, since uh, Friday, Saturday, so on and so forth. We've had Galacticos galore, man. Like, if you wanted to build the magic triangle back in the day of Raul, Zidane, Ronaldo, you are in a position where you can rebuild that magic triangle and have that uh, exceptional Madrid attacking lineup running for you because we have got Raul has come out as a trophy winner. It looks like a hell of a card. He was a hell of a player. The legendary golden handcuff deal he had at Real Madrid when he was on allegedly £100,000 a week when people were on about 20. So you can imagine how much Madrid wanted him to stay at the club and really how integral he was to that Madrid side in terms of winning their first European Cup in such a long time. Sadly... It feels and looks like 
the card isn't living up to expectations. I think a lot of us looked at this card and were real hopeful for some high elite level left stick dribbling, making the use of that left foot. But really what I'm getting the sense of from people such as the great John Bridges, who's done it, is that this is yet another hero, uh, legend card that kind of falls into the category of he's good, he's an auto finisher, but... And I think that at this stage, we're at the point where it's like, well, you know, I've got plenty of guys who can just hit the ball and put it in the net if you give them a second. What I need is somebody who can maybe beat a man, make the pass and score the easy goals for me, because it's the easy goals that I'm not scoring because I can't get that pass off. And I don't think, unfortunately, that Raul is going to deliver that to you, which is kind of criminal. I think that really a lot of these cards uh, are in dire need of some added attributes in the areas uh, of physicality, perhaps to make them more competitive. But having said that, if you are a Raul fan, if you're a Galacticos fan and you don't fancy that, well then, listen, we've got something else coming for you because the great man himself, Mr. Pig Heads being thrown at him by Barcelona fans, Mr. Crossing the Continental Divide from Barcelona to Real Madrid, Luis Figo, once upon a time world footballer of the year. But if you looked at him, you'd think he was a wrestler because he was a very, very big bloke for football at that time. Now, unfortunately, in my opinion, this a duff card at this time. People say he's a good card. People say he's a lot of fun. But for the price tag, and you're looking at this, for me, I compare it to Cruyff. I think that you've got a card here that maybe if it had come two, four weeks ago, you'd have been absolutely buzzing for it. You'd have been desperate to put him at cam and make use of him. But right now, I think you're holding on to stuff. And I think with the reviews that are coming out for people like Marquisio, Serie A links, you're looking at Marquisio and thinking... Do I really want to do Raul and Figo, who I can't link anybody to, and icons I can't block them, or do I put my fodder into Marquisio? And yeah, I've got myself an elite B2B, and I've got myself an elite central midfielder. People say he plays a lot better than his stats. People say he plays like Mateus. Um, and I've also got someone that can hard link any Serie A player. So really, Figo is a disappointing card for me. At this point, now I just want to throw this one to you, Kev. What do you think of those two cards? Um, and afterwards, I want to talk to you about what you thought of those players as well. Yeah, man. I mean, like, look, like the the Raul card. When you look at it, like, I mean, stats wise, give him an engine, and he's awesome, right? Stats wise, anyways, ninety four in both of his pace stats, ninety seven finishing, ninety seven positioning, ninety four ba- uh, agility, ninety nine balance, ninety three actions, ninety three composure, ninety seven dribbling. 99 vision, 95 short passing. It looks good, right? But I think at again, it's one of these things, right? Where you can't we can't just look at the stats like purely because I guess again, I mean people that test them out say that he just doesn't feel good in game. So what you're saying, JP, this guy has the auto shooting. He's you know that's that's great. That is great, right? That's what you want at striker. But you also want a little bit more than that at this stage. I feel you don't want just a one dimensional guy that can turn and shoot. And to be honest, there's probably going to be better players to do the turning part of that than Raul. So it's a little unfortunate. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how EA get like solves this because it's nice that these guys are usable. So 
If you're a big fan of him, he's good enough that you can use him and you could have a great time with him, right? But it's not good enough that a lot of us are going to like go ahead and uh, make chemistry a headache in our team by having another icon in there. Um, and it's, you know, it's again, it, chemistry is the biggest thing, right? If these guys gave us the icon links of the past, I, you know, it, it's probably a little more worth it, right? But again, so I think that and when we look at Figo as well, it a lot of this for me comes down to the fact that in about a week or so, like roughly a week, we're going to have Tots cards that are going to be like literally a quarter of the price with the same stats as these guys, if not better, right? So it's, uh, I don't know, man. It just seems like a lot to do right now. I know most of us aren't doing it with coins anyways if we do these cards, but yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. It just seems like really hefty to do right now. But, like Figo would have been awesome like a couple months ago. We could have grinded it out. I would have paid even more for it. Had a great time with them for a while, but right now it's like, I don't know. Do I really want to like commit to this grind, put some 88 squad in that's going to, I probably am going to have to give up a sentimental player or two for a card with 83 composure. Like, I don't know if it's for me, man. And then you're, you're talking about the players themselves. The players themselves are very cool though. So again, um, I know I always say, I say things like, oh, try not to use the super like meta dudes all the time. Don't just be using these guys, switch it up. You'll probably get, you know, similar output if not. You know, maybe not as much, but similar. So maybe I shouldn't say all of this because these guys were awesome footballers, to be fair. And probably cool guys to have in your team either way. I know I'm totally contradicting myself here, but um, very cool footballers. Raul, you know, the famous number seven at Real Madrid. Um, you know, hey, CR7 had to be CR9 for a little bit because of him, right? And then Luis Figo as well, uh, number seven for Portugal. CR7 had to wear 17 for Portugal. I'm telling you, man, these guys are legendary footballers and really cool ones, right? So... Um, and icons of the game, you know, rightfully icons. One thing I would say, totally off topic, um, icons need to be restatted because it, like, doesn't make any sense. Raul was, like, a creative genius, and if you look at his prime card, his passing stats are pretty mid. So, I don't know, yay. What are we doing here? But that's kind of off topic. Off topic, but something that I would add is, like, uh, Wayne Rooney's got 82 vision, and uh, Wayne Rooney was, like, one of the most... Um, incredibly creative footballers yeah. who could see all over the pitch and could pick a pass anywhere. So, yeah, I think sometimes you look at some of the stats of these players and, and you want them to be better. Or what appears to be a major issue going into team of the season is body type. It's almost as if we're getting to that stage now where it's like, not only do you need the stats, you need the body to go with the stats. And I don't know if that's animations, but I was using uh, Lone Chiesa the other day, and he felt like butter, man. He was just sliding. He was just cutting in, doing things. And I was just like, what is going on with this card? Compare that to Forlan, who I've been using on the left wing, not the new one, the, the World Cup one. And I was like, even though he's faster, he feels slower. And it was like, is it a body type thing? Is it is it um, is short and stocky going to be a good way forward? Or what is it? And with Raul, it's almost like you want him to be a ballerina. Yeah. You want him to spin, um, or, or, or as as, as you, you know, people used to say back in the day, like a matador, you know, using treating the defenders like a ball, just like, you know, using his body to move and get out of the way. Um, we talked about Kenny Dalglish with this, like Kenny's, strength is ridiculous because he was such a strong footballer and he was so good at holding people off. So you really want people to look into this. And, and one of the things that I wanted to throw at you is like, Figo's about what, 700k? Um, I think he's about 700k. If you go on foot, ben. Not Not that bad, actually. So his SPC price is coming in at 525k and on the market for 75. 
not quite so okay, bad. Okay, so f- he was 700k so though, it, like a week ago, yeah, or y- yeah. So if if you were to do that card, you've got to ask yourself, what does that 600k get me? Come team of the season in an SBC, like what what kind of flashback card can I get for that amount? And probably a much much better one than the one that you're going to get from this Figo SBC. And you know, I just don't see him getting in people's teams. I don't see him getting in ahead of Cruyff. I don't see him getting on the wing ahead of anybody. Like even Diaby could probably yeah. do a better job than Figo, so. given where his stats are at as well. So. For me, I would say that both these SBCs are massive swerves. What do you think, Kev? Yeah, if you if it's one of these, right? If you're a fan of the guy, go ahead and do them. They're going to be usable, right? But if you're not a fan of the guy, if you, uh, like, listen, we we're talking about it the other uh, before. Like, oh, if Mitoma gets, let's say hypothetically, someone like Mitoma from Brighton gets a tops, right? He probably won't get in the main team. He might get like a moments objective or or, or like an SBC, right? A tops SBC, let's just say. His stats are probably going to look about the same as Figo. Wouldn't be surprised if he got the five-star skill upgrade. Wouldn't be surprised if he got the four-star skill upgrade um, or a weak foot upgrade. And then the stats are actually probably going to be better on him. And I doubt he's going to be 500K. So it's probably going to be like 150K. And a better body type. That too. Yeah, you know, that's going to be amazing. So, um, yeah, I think those are both swerves. Now, we've also had a, a hero player pick that's come in. Now, I want to talk about why these are important. And I wanted to, to really just throw that question at you, Kev. What, why are these hero player picks important and why should people be doing them? I, I do agree with that, that people should be doing them at this stage. Think about it, man. It's kind of what we're talking about, like the value during tots and all that. So some of these cards, man, you're going to put a fuck ton of effort into. Uh, like, let's say... Um, Let's say like this Vigo, right? And then next week, anyways, you're going to get a, a red that's like a 40, 50K guy in your reds that probably has the same stats as this guy anyways, right? So um, I think that because of that, man, if you're going to take a risk, um, I think you're in a great spot. As long as you're not spending coins, of course. Save your coins, right? But if you're someone that does the menu stuff, you've, you're accumulating fodder, um, I think the best place to put your fodder I know it sounds stupid, but it's probably the gambles. And the reason I say that is if you do manage to hit something great, if you do hit something great, that card could actually last you all the way through well beyond tots, well into tots, beyond tots, right? Let's say you get a Jinla or something, right? That will do that and probably last you the rest of the game, right? But if you put this into like, you know, Figo, you're going to use him until next week. And then he's going to come out for um, tots Berardi that you'll pack a million times, right? So. Yeah, I can totally see that happening. I mean, I, I, I am sort of come round to this way of thinking that it's the cheapest way for me to potentially upgrade my team. And you've really got to have a terrible run of luck to not hit the value of a card on the number of player picks that you do. So if they cost 300 grand each, you you probably are going to get back 1.2 million in players at some point. It's just that, the value of that in coins versus fodder, they're two entirely different things. So it it is the only way to truly improve your team unless they bring out like game-breaking SBCs like, say, Jairzinho or the player of the month, Mbappé, or the Kante SBC, which are just like, for some people, are just you have to be doing them. So I, I really want to stress to people that these uh, player picks are really important. Um, having said that, though, I did get Ricken um, out of mine. So my player pick wasn't that important. My PP was stinky and infected. Kev, how was your PP? Oh, equally stinky as an infected, as you could probably smell from across the pond, right? So yeah, we got... I can. Yeah, World Cup Papa. For the third time. So we got fucking Papin again. 
Oh, God. Somebody tried to tell me he was useful. I blocked them. <laughs> I mean, hey, he, he would have been good. A week one man auto shooter, right? But again, it's that thing. You need more than just that, man. You can't just have an auto shooter, you know? So, yeah, yeah hit, hit that block. Well deserved. Multi multi-dimensional footballers up front is what we really need now like it's true if if like if they can't pass you're in real danger because like you've got to be able to lay a ball off because there's so much great defenders it's just right now you need players that can do a lot and Ricken and <laughs> and Papan aren't going to take us there however i do understand that kevin bridges pp remains long and uncut uh, as he got a Betty Pele. Oh, yes. Um, so congratulations to him on yet another great pull from his numerous great pulls. <sighs> John Bridges on the red list. Okay, now there's also been yet another Serie A centre-back because we haven't had any Serie A centre-backs since Smaldini. And I'm not going to say his name because Kev has asked to say his name. Now, how do you pronounce this uh, fellow's name? For his first name is the last name yeah. Bonucci. Ah, excellent. Bonucci. So, we have the Bonucci, which you have to hold your fingers and do. Yes, yes, sir. Bonucci, which has come out. Now, I haven't done him, and I know Kev hasn't done him, so us giving you a review of him sounds I incredibly bent. Oh, Kevin has done him. And I have used him. Oh, the him. review is now legit. And he's used him. Oh, my God. Breaking news, everybody. Um, now, I do know that Martin has used him. And Martin has been using um, Smaldini for a long time. And he thinks he's amazing. So, for somebody that's been using that centre-back for such a long time, anyone would probably be amazing. So, his review, I'm, I'm going to take that with a pinch of salt. However... Uh, I know that you have used some incredible centre-backs since, when did Smaldini come out? November? Um, so what do you think of him? What do you think of the card? And do you think people should be doing that card? You know, JP, I, I would say something about the Smaldini slander. I think he was better than the centre-back that I replaced this guy with. So he Spinucci has come into my team and he will replace Fut Fantasy, Saliba. And I'll tell you right now, Smaldini is a better card than Saliba. Hot take, I know, but I thought he was better. So anyways, not totally relevant, but I would say that you have to be... My point here is that you need to be a very good card in order to beat out that Smaldini. And I think that Bonucci, the the Bonucci, as you, as you you know, you did, you did the hand thing properly, so I'm making sure I do it. The Bonucci, uh, he is that card to replace that, that Smaldini, I believe. I think this might be the best center back SBC we've got since Flashback Ramos. I'd say he's he's definitely up there. I think he's awesome, man. I mean, the stats aren't everything, of course, but he when you when you come up against him, I don't know if you faced him yet. When you use him, he has the uh, that end of an era Chiellini vibes about him. I'm not sure what it is with him, man. 93 defensive awareness helps because he is low agility bounds. 92 reactions helps. 95 composure helps. It's a really good card, man. And I would say that if you run a Serie outside, I go as far as saying he's like get him done, like do him. Don't don't wait. Rush. Get him done because he's very good value. And that's, that goes against what I was saying with the gambles and everything. This one is an exception. This is an outlier. This is insanely good value, in my opinion, and one to do. That's incredible review. Uh, Martin, I apologize. You, your review was exactly like 
Kevin's, and I apologise for my slander of your centre-back knowledge. I understand you also have Lauren Blanc now, uh, who is an incredible card. So I'm really looking forward to hearing what you've got to say about those things come Friday. So Bonucci, for me, I think it's an auto-complete. Um, I think if you have... Um, any if you have any Italians in your team, uh, you might be still rocking Locatelli, who's still good enough. You might be rocking Spina, who's still good enough. Um, he's definitely a great addition to those. If you're still rocking flashback Pogba, he's a great addition to that. Um, Rabio, he's a great addition to that. Um, he can even link you into Ramos with Donnarumma. You know, there's there's lots of good links there um, along the Italian defensive lines, and I think that with a card like Bonucci, who has always historically been good, if he's given flashback Chiellini vibes, plus he can hit a pass, um, that's really important. I don't know if anybody's tried to to pass a ball out under pressure um, with centre-backs who can't pass. Um, it's a nightmare. And Bonucci is definitely a player that probably has great composure too. And, um, you know, I'm really looking forward to hearing you know, what people have to say about him and what people have to say about playing against him as well. Let's see what this card's all about. Let's see what his weaknesses is. I've already worked out that so long as you run down the side of Capita, there's not a lot you can do to you. But if you run at Capita, he will take the ball off you, no matter Mm -hmm. what size you are. But if you're of a reasonable size and you run next to him, he can't push you off the ball. So let's see where we go with this Bonucci card and whether it can hold that title because Ramos is still relevant and he's still a good card. So this Bonucci's got a lot of living up to do. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry to on, jump in. Kevin. I'm sorry to jump in here, man. I just wanted to add one more point about this. Um, since you mentioned that Ramos, um, I would say that uh, this card might be the perfect complement to Ramos. Ramos is that like quick, like you know, he gets in there real quick, like buzzing in and out of areas. Bonucci is more like your your solid, like your your tower at the back, your you know. The guy, your lighthouse there in the back. And he's really good, I think, at that. So maybe a good compliment to Ramos if you can somehow squeeze it, these guys in. Maybe via that Donnarumma you mentioned. Yeah, I, I can see. I mean, you, you Verratti, Spina, um, Bonucci, Donnarumma, Hakimi, you know, Mbappé. There you go. You've Everybody's on two because the game's real cruel when it comes to chemistry. <laughs> Bastards. Um, so, yeah, Benucci, if you are in a position to do him over the next three months, uh, dig in because <laughs> he's out for three months and you get to enjoy that card whenever. But as we always say, if you want to get the most out of a card, do it as soon as possible because the power curve will eventually catch up to it like it did with Ra- um Oh, wait a minute. Anyway, that's a discussion for a different day. Okay, so look, I'm just going to go straight into this one. Is the 84 times 7 a fucking con? Quite simply, yes, it is a massive fucking scam. Will that stop us from completing it? Fuck no. And I I, want to hear that you've done it as well, JP. I haven't done it once. Um, But however, if you do want to buy 85s off the market, I am selling them and I have 300 of them to sell. Uh, so please buy my 85s because I, I I have no coins. So this is a public... This is me being Bernie Madoff again, isn't it? I'm, I'm scamming through the show. This I've got I've got no morals. God, what have EA done to me? Brought, brought the best out of me. That's what. Yeah, I think it's a fucking con, man. I've seen these polls, man. Somehow, I, I don't understand this, right? I'm waiting to see like 782s. Or like, because the way these polls come out is like, oh, I got seven eighty fours. What did you put in? Um, nine eighty fives, an eighty four, and an eighty seven in form. 
you know, I would say, you know, JP, I would say, man, my pack that I did yesterday, I did manage the 782s. So there you go. I'm fucking hell, man. I can believe it. I can believe it. It's, it's, I've not seen anybody get anything good out of it. And I've seen a lot, and all I do is follow people on Twitter who play FIFA and nobody's posting like, hey, I got Yaya. Nah, man. I'm not seeing any of that shit. Like, I'm barely seeing people get anything decent out of it, which kind of brings me into a, a kind of like a, a discussion here, which is in terms of Trophy Titans, do you feel like, the drop rate this week has been as generous as it was last week. I I would say no, but it's, it's hard to say for me because I mean, I don't know if I've done as many packs as last week. I grinded the menus really hard last week, but um, that, no, they're not popping as much for me. So I would say that the weight has been a little, a little different. I mean, I don't know. What about you, man? Um, well, listen, I opened a load of packs before I invested and I, I got nothing out of them. No, like 86 Owens or anything like that. Um, and now I'm sitting on some packs as well. Um, my player picks from weekend league, I didn't get anything come up. So in total, I've not packed anyone from this yet, but I do have packs to open before the end of the week. So I am hopeful of packing something, but I do feel like the drop rate hasn't been that great. E- even for cards like Solskjaer. Like, you're not seeing, like, people just popping soul shards continuously and just being like, oh, my God, I had to do this SBC because I got soul shard. You know, you're not seeing these cards pop out. Like, Lundberg was just everywhere when that card came out. It was like every man and his dog had a Lundberg in their club. So talking of player picks and talking about things like that, we've had the 80-plus player pick come out as well. Now, I want to just ask you this question. Do we need more player picks like this to engage us versus say just double packs where it's like two 80 plus players would you rather have an 80 plus player pick between three players or would you rather get three three 80 plus players i so i i mean i'm a big fan of the pps man i like doing the pps like i i think all of us do and i think the theory is that the weight is just simply better on these i think that the weight does tend to be better on the pps generally so i mean yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big believer in PPs for sure. I would rather have them, and I'm not sure why it seems to be better. It just does seem to be better. Maybe it's on our head. Maybe it's like some casino aspect thing where you know the f- lights are flashing as the cards come on. We get all excited and we go, "Ooh, an '84 Parte again!" But I don't know, man. It really does seem like they're better. So, what about you? Bro? I love them. I love them. I love the player picks. I love them mostly because you can do them while you're unassigned as well. So it gives you a great opportunity to put your fodder into places while you're maybe investing or while you may be unassigned on some players and maybe got duplicates. So that's why I've always liked the player picks. I'm really glad they took them out of them packs because they were so frustrating that you had to open the pack to then pick the player oh, pick. Yeah. And I'm so glad they got rid of that. But I think stuff like player picks are a much better way to engage people because it is more exciting. You do feel like you've got more opportunity. And, you know, yes, you may get three cards and one of them may be good. But I think uh, given some sort of choice in each situation is what we really want. As, you know, maybe we're doing... SBCs and we're like, well, do you know what? If I if I have to have an 84, I maybe want it to be a centre back and Spanish mm-hmm. because that's going to work for chemistry for some SBC I'm going to need further down the line. So yeah, I'm a firm believer that player picks are great and it's wonderful to see them back. So Kevin, what I want to talk to you about now is sort of like star players, right? And and really, who's been your star player of Trophy Titans? 
uh, and who do you wish had been in the campaign who deserved to be a trophy titan? Um, now, I, I, I can answer this question from my side if you want to think about it for a little bit, because I've, I've got two people that have been in, in my mind. Um, in, in terms of the star player of Trophy Titans, when I've had some of the loan cards and I've been able to use different loan cards um, of the campaign and the different players that have come out, um, the card that I was most impressed by was Ferdinand which was weird because I've been using so many different centre-backs and I just used him for the fun of it. And I just put him in my team and he was just undeniably easy to use. Um, He felt like Ruben Diaz plus pace, um, which was a great compliment to him because that Ruben Diaz card is very solid on on a lower depth. Um, And that card's really stuck out to me as a great card. And in terms of cards that I've got, I've been really impressed with Casillas. Mm. Um, He does get beaten from distance. I've noticed more than other goalkeepers, but his ability to, to get across the box and, and save um, cutbacks is just undeniable. He's just been a great goalkeeper for me. And I know goalkeepers get a lot of hate, um, but for me, he, he has been above average, which I can't really say about any other goalkeepers in the game. Um, and, and my dream signing that didn't happen I was so hopeful for a Paul Scholes Trophy Titans card. Mm. I was so hopeful for one. And I really thought this was going to be the the campaign where we got a real usable Paul Scholes card. And I was really hopeful for that. I know it's really like greedy of me to say that. We've had so many great X-Man United players, but I was really hopeful for that card. And I hope that maybe going into EFC 24, you know, maybe we'll have cards like that popping up a bit more often, which would be amazing. Um, have you been able to think of like star players that have struck out for you or that you've had uh, in your team? Um, yeah, as far as uh, and by the way, JP, I really do think that EA are finally going down that route where you may eventually see your uh, your Paul Skulls. I mean, they are finally giving these like promo icons and they're making them accessible. So possible, right? Making some of these guys usable that are quote unquote unusable, right? So. For me, the star player, I mean, it's I haven't used him yet, but I will use him. King Kenny will be my star player. I really liked your shout of Rio, because when you told me to think of, like, potential trophy titans, I was trying to think of icons that I like that, you know, their prime could use an upgrade on. I was thinking Rio would be great. God, if the, only they could think of putting Rio in the game as a trophy titan, that'd be excellent. But guess what? EA did it for once. They read my mind, and they did well. So credit where it's due. But yeah, King Kenny for me, man, that's going to be my star. We're going to give him a go, man. I mean, I talked about it before. Um, his price is creeping back up, man. He was down at like uh, 1.38 or something. And I was looking at him. I was like, man, we, we could we could buy him. And now he's up to, he was like 1.56 earlier today. So um, we'll keep looking. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, man. So, That's a big jump. Yeah, pretty big jump. So I don't know what's going on there, dude. Um, He wasn't, yeah. I'll give you some footbin advice. Um, Just always check the, the sold list. Because sometimes they'll say a player's sold for that amount and then you go and check the sold list and you can't find a player that's sold for that amount. And I don't know what it is, well, what's going on with Footbin, but always check the sold players because you'll probably find them in there. And obviously, King Kenny is one of the players that you're you're absolutely buzzing to have in your team. Um, 
who would have been a dream signing? Um, who who could have been in this campaign that wasn't who was a, a winner, a serial winner? Yeah, so I was thinking about this, man. And the thing is, EA have taken a lot of my good ideas, man. I was saying, man, let me let me think of some Liverpool guys that are like not so usable that could get a card. And I was saying, John Barnes would be awesome. John Barnes would be great. And I was saying, wait a second, I just used them last week. And I was like, all right, all right, all right, let's get um, Ian Rush because all you need is Rush. All you need is Rush. And well, I got him last week, so. Um, it was a little tough for me to think about this one and to be creative here, but I would say Christo Stoichkov. He got a World Cup card, so again, not super creative, I'll admit. But I would say it's an I mean, what a legend, man. What a legend. You go back and watch old football highlights. What a fucking guy, man. Like, so cool. I mean, and then his cards are just excellent, right? So that's one that I would really like and one that could do with the boost. They used his World Cup card for a bit, and he was really good, man. Um, Christo Stoichkov, right? That'd be a great one. Barcelona legend. I think... I think that's a great shout from that 93-94 dream team. Um, just that phenomenal um, playing with Romario and Kuman and Guardiola and that just that incredible team that they had at that time. Uh, Busquets, I think, was in goal, his dad. Um, yeah, it was just a hell of a great Barcelona team. Um, yeah, it would have been nice to have seen somebody like Harista Stoichkov given the 5-5 treatment, you know, something dazzling to go with his card because he's a card that proved incredibly popular. Um, you know what I'm surprised about? I'm surprised that we haven't seen, um, we didn't see a, another Jarzinho card, because the way the way they've been marketing yeah. that card and the way in which they've been doing it, I really thought we were ever going to see another Jarzinho card, or we were going to see a, a Jarzinho SBC again, because I really felt like they were going to rinse us before team of the season with some real tempting icon SBCs, and instead we've had like Capita. Figo, Raul, nobody's really rushing to complete any of these SBCs unless they're absolutely desperate for somebody for chemistry or, you know, whatever it may be. So talking about Trophy Titans, I'm just going to throw this right at you right now. Has it been successful? Uh, I would say yes. And the reason I say yes is because I've engaged with it. I've actually played the game a lot this week. I've done a lot of the stuff on the menus. I know I said I didn't do as much like this week, but I, in general, I've been like going crazy on the game. I've managed to pack myself 11 of the trophy Titans. So I've done a lot of the game. I've played a lot. I mean, you don't just pack that many from not doing much. Right. So, um, I know some people go crazy on league SBCs. They do a lot more than me. And to those people, GGs, you guys are fucking like, de you guys are demons. You're degens of the highest order, which is a compliment coming from me, a fellow degen. So, um, yeah. And I think, uh, that makes it a success. The fact that I've engaged in it so much, I've seen others that have get engaged in it even more. Um, in my opinion, W in my, and again, this is a time of the year that, um, generally we, you know, it's, it, the, the game kind of like chills out, goes into lull. We, we go hibernate for a week or two during uh, foot captains promo until tots comes or stack packs, you know, one or the other. So I, I'd say W. How about you, man? Yeah, for me, it's been an interesting campaign. Um, so I've got a, like a checklist of things that I have for every campaign, and they're always the same questions. Uh, I'm just going to run through them so you can see what's going on in my head. Has it been successful? I would say yes. Uh, I think it's been successful because what it's done is deliver more viable cards in the hands of people. It's given us more viable icons. It's given us some great trickle-down icons where maybe primes that you would want to try, you can now try and enjoy them. You know, there's so much positivity in the game in terms of tournaments, 
pack rewards for tournaments, menu grind objectives, trophy grinding objectives. There's so much going on that you would have to say that it has been a huge success. Then I'd say, did it engage you? Well, I feel that... If you're a friend of this show, then I feel that it has engaged you. I think that Trophy Titans is the kind of campaign where they've evoked memories past. They've made you think about past glories, past winners. And that is one of the more important things that really doesn't get celebrated that much is the winners in football. The Roy Keens, the Patrick Vieiras, the winners, the people that went out there and led their teams to glory. So I feel that that has engaged me dramatically. Is Pacway, has it been good? Now, I feel that a more positive Pacway at the lower end provides much more engagement and makes you much more likely to open packs, do gambles and things like that. And I wish that the pack weight from last Wednesday had carried on through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday to today, because it hasn't. And the pack weight's been turned down and we're seeing it and we're seeing people not getting the same rewards in terms of pretty, colourful, beautiful icon cards popping out, beautiful new hero cards popping out. So these are issues that I think have taken things away on the back end of the promotion. Um, Were there players that I wish had been involved? Yes, there were, but we've covered that. Now, this is a question I'm going to throw to you, Kevin, because I think that this they have here. Do you think that they failed us on the hero cards? Some of them, I would say yes. I would say some of them they have, but uh, I, I don't know, man. Like I've been, so like some of these heroes, like we're talking about it. Um, we talked about it on the try trust or trash, right? John is like, just trash all of them because they haven't given them the boost that they needed. And I would agree that they don't really challenge the power curve in any sort of way. Um, but the only thing I would say to that is that maybe we have like team of the season heroes coming soon. And you're going to see um, some of these guys get upgraded. Also, some of these guys are decent value. They're good. I, I'd say some of these are good value. Joel Cole is good value. I think he was like 65K when I saw him earlier. Um, that might not be right, but I think he was. And th- like that is an awesome card for the price. So he, this is an example I've used already. Um, Said Ben Rama is 71K right now. They have basically the same stats, Joel Cole, Said Ben Rama, and um, Joel Cole as a hero link. So yeah, no, it says 68K currently. He is cheaper than Said Ben Rama with the same stats, but with hero links. So at least there's some good value there, I would say. So um Yerzy Dudek is another example. Uh, Yerzy Dudek has, um, I mean, he's cheap as hell, right? He's the cheapest, the cheapest 89. And he's, in my opinion, one of the best goalkeepers in the game, right? So um, at least there's that. But, um, and I would say be hopeful for Tots Heroes. That's the only thing I would say. But I agree. I, or I would say, yes, that Heroes have underwhelmed, I would say. I think they've massively underwhelmed. But on the other side to that, I think that it comes down to the fact that these hero cards are fun cards, but they're not icons and they're not serial winners. And I think that's why you've had to look at some of them and go, okay, who won a lot in their career? Well, Forland did very well in Spain, but he didn't really win that much. Um, you know, you'd have to look at some of the other players, Papan. Yes, he was incredibly successful. He probably could have done with an incredible card going at this campaign. Well, yeah. I mean, he's got a good shout for being an icon, Papan, because he was incredible at Marseille. And then he was incredible 
um, for Milan after Van Basten got the injury. So Papan is a winner, and he's one of those cards that you probably say should have gotten the perhaps a, a, a special treatment this time round because he would have deserved that. But I think that points to the issue of the hero cards that not a lot of them were winners. Um, and the ones that were winners, like Marquisio, have been given SBCs that I think I was a bit cruel to it the other the other day when I, when I questioned the value of it. Looking at it now and looking at the reviews of it, I think that that SBC is actually pretty fairly priced for what you're getting, considering the links that you get with them as well. I think it's almost like, like the icon link last year is the hero link this yeah. year. It's like, ah, you know, he's slightly worse than, but it means I can bring in X and Y on full chemistry, which makes my overall team better. And I can sub him off in the 50th minute anyway. Um, you know, that kind of thing. So for me, they have failed us on hero cards, but also the hero cards themselves weren't serial winners. So that's just unfortunate for them. But I still would have liked to have seen them. I don't know how many times did Al Shabab win the league when Alawarian was there. You know, he probably could have got a serial winner card. Oh no! Don't you know, give them ideas. I'll give I'll give them as many ideas as they want. If they if they give him to me once, I'll give them as many ideas as they want. Uh, me too. Um, I'm happy to help. Happy to help. Now, what I want to ask you is: is that like uh, the campaign itself w- w- from say A plus to F? What would you give it? Um, man, it's tough, right? Because, again, this promo, I don't know if this would be, like, a banging promo if this came, like, in November or something. Because, like you mentioned, like, um, you know, you want, like, these lower-end guys to be sort of packable. And um, at least this week, I, I guess I do agree with you. The lower-end guys haven't been as packable. And that, you know, that drives, like, that chase in you. So you want to chase and keep grinding. So I wonder why EA did this anyways. And I will answer your question about a grade. Because I wonder that why they would do this, right? You would say... Oh, we could drain everyone's clubs before talks. Let's keep throwing them the the baby Owen that they're never going to use because they're going to keep chasing the big one, right? They're like, oh, next time it's finally going to be the time. So it was weird to me. I mean, yeah, obviously if you're throwing nothing there and people want to keep chasing, they're going to spend even more to get even more of nothing. But, um, you know, I don't think they found that sweet spot there. So I would say, uh, let's, let's give it a B. I'd say a solid B. There's been some good. There's been some, you know, mid- as, as they'd say, some mid in there. So yeah, I think I think a B is good. I'd go with the B, man. How about you? I think it's been a mixed uh, bag. I think that it has had some incredible cards have been part of this campaign. They have been beautiful to see. In the right hand, some of those cards have been excellent to observe. I've seen some people using Kenny Dalglish and just destroying people. I think that the hero concept was a decent one, but I think that this campaign has fallen into the same category as previous campaigns, which is the cards at the top are very good and the cards at the middle and the bottom are not. And unfortunately, unless you're willing to spend half a million coins on Fallout, unless you're willing to invest millions of coins into some of these higher end icons, you're not really going to get the best or the most out of the campaign. And by turning down the juice on the pack look, I think that what they've done is essentially disengage people because there's only so many player picks you can do and not get something and stop without you being an addict. Okay. And a reasonable human being would do 10 of them and go, the best I got was an 84. I'm going to stop. And I don't understand that. And they've taken the provisions pack out of the store. I don't understand that either. 
Um, surely they'd want people pumping out these SBCs, trying to complete things. So I don't know if they're worried about the state of the market. And what they're doing is taking stuff out of the store to try and prop up the market a bit because people aren't getting value out of packs. But these are all things that I shouldn't have to fucking talk about when I'm talking about a fucking football game. I should be talking about great players. I should be talking about great gameplay. I should be busting a nut on the screen talking about my Roy Keane card that I fucking love. He's the fucking man. I'm so in love with that card. I think it's the fucking business. I should be going on about how much I hate Kenny Dalgleish because he dominated United back in the day and he's still dominating me in FIFA. And instead, I'm talking about dynamic fucking pack weight. So get a grip, EA, for fuck's sake, right? Your campaign gets a C because it's a passing grade because you could have done better, but you could have done worse. Now, I'm good, this one's going to be, a dead, I think, an easy one. What would you give it A of A to F in, in SBCs? F? No, not F. Um, it's been tougher, I think, on the SBCs, man, because what has engaged me this promo is I've gone into a cycle, man. We start just collecting the fodder, you know, at the start of the week, just do our best. Grind up the fodder, grind up the fodder. Uh, and now I'm ready to go. And you know what I'm, what I'm ready to go for? Another gamble pack, which I told all of you guys to go ahead and do before Tots comes. Do all of them, but it is very grindy. It is sort of boring. And I think, JP, I think for us, we're in like kind of a weird place because maybe this promo is real. If you're really rich, yeah, the promo's great. You bought King Kenny, you bought R9, you bought Vieira, right? It was a great success for you. And if you're a casual, this is fucking excellent, man. You can go and use Fernando Torres for 17K. That was one of your favorite players growing up. Awesome. You can use them for 17K. Do uh, you want a really usable, good card? You have 35K. Go get the 89 Dalgleish. That is awesome. You're new to the game. You could scrape up 35K after a week or two of playing. Maybe, you know, just playing casually, you get that much, that many coins, right? You can buy King Kenny. So that is very cool. But for people like us that don't have the R9 funds... It, it is sort of a weird place, huh? So I don't know. The SBCs don't really appeal to us because of that, I feel like, when we're in that in-between place. Uh, SBCs have been... Um, we'll, we'll go... Uh, Banucci, I don't know. Banucci's kind of, like, making me... Banucci! Yeah, the Banucci is kind of making me uh, <laughs> rethink my, my whole grade on this here. Let me actually pull up the SBCs that we've gotten recently. So we got Luis Figo, um, which... Uh, mid. Uh, Banucci, good. Raul, good. Uh, eh. expensive, but eh, expensive, very, very expensive. Yeah, expensive. Oh, Marseille kit. Now that one's a W. Capita, <laughs> Capita uh, Robert, eh. Robert Pires, eh. Ozil. Yeah, which Blimp, Boo. Blimp is gonna come after you for that really loud. Eh. <laughs> I know he is. That's why I did it. <laughs> Um, yeah, Roy Keane, which is a good one, but that came earlier in the promo, right? And that was what started it. So that's that's our all of our SPCs. I would let's give it a D, man. I'd say a D because they're all expensive, right? Even the good ones, expensive, right? So see, now you mentioned Roy Keane, and that's that's like a that's that's like a giant module that they passed really well. So I was gonna say F, but I'll probably give it a, a, a D plus. That's what I'll do, because I think that if you take out all of the standard SBCs, 
the sort of like, oh, you're 82 plus or your player picks, which come with every campaign. So they're not specific to any campaign. And you were just looking at the player SBCs. You'd have to say that if you were a hardcore fan building a hardcore team, there's been some great SBCs. If you're building a Galactico team and you've got the opportunity to get Raul and Figo, amazing. And you can also bring Ozil in. It's like a Real Madrid party going on over there. Um, if you wanted to have some of the great Liverpool players like Dalglish and Torres up front, the opportunity is there to do it. Um, these SBCs themselves have given people the opportunity to improve their fantasy teams, but I don't think anybody's improved their weekend league teams. And I think that's really what it comes down to is that when, when you go like when you're going down to the car meet and you're like revving your engine, you're not taking Ozil, you're not taking Figo, you're not taking any of these players, you're taking Mbappé and Jazinho and Ramos and Barnoch and all of these players that you know are going to dominate because when your ass is on the line, and what I mean by that is when it's your fucking time and it's your weekend, you want to get winning and you want to do well. And really, I don't see any SBCs apart from Marquisio and Roy Keane which again, central midfielders, because we all need central midfielders. Um, I don't see any of them getting your team. So for me, the SBCs have been real dog shit. And that's kind of why I split them up, because I feel the campaign's been better than the SBCs, which is weird because on most of the other campaigns, the SBCs have been really good. Foot Birthday, Unkunku, um, Kante. you know, Kante. These were hella, you know, amazing SBCs. World Cup, we had Jazinho. You know, there was so much cool stuff going on. So I would have liked to have seen more uh, from that. And, and really what I want to say to you, Kev, is it, it's an issue we do talk about all the time. Have these type of icon campaigns reinvigorated the icon card? Like, do you feel like all of a sudden you've got icons that you have to get in your team? Uh, I think we, we touched on it a little bit earlier, and I think, yeah, 100%. I really like this topic that you've uh, you've raised here because I think that, listen, man, I mean, this is what we've been asking for for a while, right? A lot of the times we did icon gambles in the past. Like last year, let's say we did like a mid-slash-prime pack. You got mid-Stevie G out of it. You meant, man, this this card kind of sucks. But wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice if Stevie G was good? Well, here you go, man. He's good now. He has a card that's good. So that is great. And, like, really great because they're accessible, too. It makes no sense, some of the icon prices. So you saw some of them before this promo. Like, if you're looking at, um, I think Roberto Carlos is a good example of this. Let me pull him up really quick. Roberto Carlos, I mean, this card came out. Yeah, the current one, 695K, right? For uh, Roberto Carlos Trophy Titan. Before the release of this card, his prime, which by the way, is minus one on his stats, was over a million. So, I mean, that is good. It has made these cards more accessible because, listen, 91 Roberto Carlos is a great card, but it's not a one million coin left back. So um, that is, yeah. Nobody is a one million coin left back. I'm just going to put that out there. I've, I've, I've done it myself. I've gone out. I've bought Theo Hernandez's cards and gone... This is it. This is what's going to stop me from conceding those goals. Nobody's going to run past him till the game decides that somebody can run past him. So, yeah, don't spend a million on a fullback. But I've used the 88, Carlos, and if his prime must be phenomenal because his defending's actually really good, which shows you how little they watched him play. Because <laughs> that guy could not defend for shit. Um, but what a player. What a fucking player, though. He was absolutely amazing. For me, I think these type of campaigns have completely revolutionized the icon. 
I think they've made the icon something to be desired again. I have a hunger for icons. I saw that Roy Keane card and I had to complete it. If I was an Arsenal fan, I would have auto-completed Pires. He would have to be in my team. Mm -hmm. There have been some players on the market that I have looked at and I have gone, you know, I think I might pull the trigger on that one. I used the George Best Foot Birthday card and I was just like, this might be the best left bumper dribble I've ever used Mm -hmm. in my life. And the way he accelerates away from people, holy shit, I've never used a card like this before. I I haven't felt like that about like any normal card or hero card. So I think they've done amazing. And I think that, you know, if you can get together with a bit of coins and some SBCs, a full icon team, you're going to have some serious fucking juice. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have juice up front. You're going to have juice in midfield. You're going to have that centre-back juice. You got Czech Van der Sar in goal. You got a chance if your fullbacks are Zambrotta and Roberto Carlos. You got a chance. Nobody's going to get past you. You know, it really is an exciting time. And what I'm really fucking hopeful for is team of the season icons. Oh please! Now that would be sexy, wouldn't it? Oh please! Hey, oh my god! I'd wake up every morning with a fucking massive erection to unlock <laughs> the app and just grind, 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 grind. You could have some great cards in that. You could have. Um, the time Van Persie won the league, Arsenal fans. You remember that, don't you? When he was at United. Um, you could also have other cards who had amazing team of the season cards, t- flashback team of the season cards, flashback team of the season, silver cards. We've got mm-hmm. endless potential. We're just touching on it right now. But for me, I think these icons have been reinvigorated in such a way that that they 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 just you don't give a shit about chemistry anymore. It's like, fuck yeah, it, don't exactly. care. I got I got no I got no Irish players. Fuck it, Roy Keane, and you go off we go. Fuck it, I want more heroes and icons because I need chemistry. Fuck it, it's done. You're just throwing everything in every direction. Um, what about you? Have you got any icons in your team that have just fucked everything up, but you need to have them in? Yeah, and this is actually something that I was I wanted to mention too. Is that yeah, like icons really fuck up your chemistry, right? And yet you see so many teams with tons of icons in them now. I mean, this is great, right? I mean, that's how badly we want to use these cards. So now EA, let me just let me ask you guys, please, next year, make icon links actually worth something like they were in the past. You know, for example, you could have ten icons and then Team of the Year Modric, and unless you have Davor Sukera as one of those icons, you're getting like no chemistry on Modric, right? So that's a little frustrating, but um, yeah, man. So I'm- only one chemistry, one chemistry you'll get as well, just one. Yeah, you need two Italians, two Italian icons to get two chemistry. That's fucking crazy, right? So I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> it fit, and that just goes to show you, right? Like that's how cool these icons are, right? We're literally we're sabotaging our teams to do this. I posted the other day on Twitter, or maybe like last week on Twitter. Um, I tried to build a Premier League slash icon team, right? And uh, I, it just was not possible to get Anthony on full chemistry despite having a fuck ton of Premier League links, fuck ton of icon links. Like you would say, hey, your team is full Premier League and icon, you should get them in. Listen to listen to how many Premier League players I had in my team. I had Darwin Nunez, I had KDB, I had Van Dyke, I had Saliba, I had Cancelo, I had a manager. And you still cannot get them on full chemistry. That is just, just doesn't sound right, especially when the icons in there are Van der Sar and Barnes as well, who have, you know, they played in the Premier League, well, in England. So what the fuck? Well, actually both in the Premier League. So, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, I think I'm either going to, you're, you're reaching the point where it's like, I'm either going to be full icon, icon and hero, or... I, I might need to use two heroes to get one card on chemistry, mm-hmm. which I think is why Marquisio to me is a bit of a complete because I'm like, 
Oh, shit. I'm playing Locatelli there. I could just have Marchisio there and just not worry about my midfield, even yeah. through team of the season. And I know he's going to link CDK and I can drop Gomez and I can play Cliver up front and it can all come together for me. And it's just one of those things where it's like Marchisio's like just scratching at the back of my mind is like, complete me. You know, you need me. And I'm like, I know I need you. I know. I just don't want to complete you. But yeah, so Marquezio coming soon. Yeah. What do you think, Kev? I, I think I, I think I might be, I mean, I'm pretty on board with your whole like Marquezio thing because I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, you know, I, you know, this will help CDK stay on full chemistry. I already have KDB. They'll probably play in the same role. Marquezio, I could get away with him as my lone CDM, right? And it's just like, that's how good the hero links are. They are the new icon links, right? So um, I, I, yeah. I can't blame you for being tempted. They're another level. They're another level. Now, normally I would be wrapping things up at this point, but we have a true degen with us today. So I'm going to take this into extra time and I'm going to ask Kev some questions he knows absolutely nothing about. We're going to get deep and heavy. We're going to talk about the future of the game. So we know that FIFA is ending. It will no longer be a electronic arts produced game. It will, however, probably be picked up by somebody else and the title will be used by another organization and they will create their own game. But right now, the future of the game lies in the hands of EA Sports FC. Now, I'm just going to throw this one at you. And if you need time to think, I I can sort of throw a few things your way. What do we want? out of this game oh you're saying versus this year yeah i think one just no not versus this year i'm talking about we're we're tearing it down okay we're starting afresh fifa's dead Mm -hmm. this is a new football game what do we want it to be okay well first of all we we want it to be fun it cannot be just a pure football simulator but it does need to have tons of football elements in it which fifa often lacks right so i think that um i think that's very important fun gameplay whether or not that is realistic or less realistic it needs to be fun first of all right now as far as what is going to get us to log in every single day fifa is the experts at that they are the kings of fomo there is no other game that i've ever played where they're this fucking good at creating a fear of missing out so um that is obviously not necessarily what we want we don't just want to be afraid of missing things but we do need content that's going to create that drive in us to go oh shit hey it's 10 o'clock to well like for me the the content drop is 10 a.m go oh shit it's 10 a.m man time to go check i I need to see what came because i want to go grind it i want to get into it so we need some of that as well um and then just like basic stuff this is kind of just improvements on what we have um consistent gameplay like holy fucking shit every other game i play is the same every time i go into uh, i used to play a lot of call of duty every time i'm in the call of duty um if i removed my right stick x amount my 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 cursor would move x amount FIFA, you move your right stick X amount, and the cursor sometimes moves X amount, sometimes it moves Y amount, which is very frustrating. So I think that is important, too. Consistency is fucking massive. Um, and since, again, we're in this this day and age where we want this cool live content to check every single day, we need good content as well. So uh, without thinking too deeply into it, these are the things that jump out at me instantly. Well, I got some ideas for you. Uh, this is a bit more multidimensional thinking. Um, so I've been thinking that FIFA needs two game modes, an ultimate team. It needs arcade mode, which is your six-minute, six-minute, where it's basically not a football simulator. It is arcade football as we know it right now and the way that it is on FIFA, but consistent. Then what we need is a simulation mode, 
which is basically a 12-minute half game of football where it is much more about strategy, technique, utilising players, managing players through a game, and being able to utilise different styles such as Gendon pressing, such as Tika Taka, such as the long ball, being able to play two centre-backs with attacking full-backs the way they do in actual football without being overloaded in defence. And I think if we had two separate game modes, one that was kind of, for example, Rick from our Discord, I think Rick would love a simulation yes. mode where he could go and he could go and play passing football where essentially pulling off skills is incredibly difficult because it is in the real game. Um, then I take something like the arcade mode where I can see somebody like Martin or yourself just thriving in that mode, just loving that drop-in, quick-paced, fast-paced football. And I think if we had those two kind of game modes within foot, then I think that that would make both parts of the FIFA community happy. And on top of that, obviously, I think the most important thing has to be a reliable and competent engine. Um, what we need is, uh, and I'm firmly of the opinion, is that we need a new physics engine um, because the collision and ball trajectory is broken. Mm. And we know this from tacklebacks. We know this, that um, in, it's almost like we're dealing with the 1910 goalposts that were flat, made of wood, that when a ball hits a player, it just bounces straight. Now, nobody's shins are flat and straight. So there's clearly issues with the game like that that need to be fixed. Um, now, those are the sort of things that we want. Now, Kev, I'm going to ask you this question. And this is, I'm, I'm not asking you taking the piss here at all. I, 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 I'm, I'm very, very genuine on this. Do you think that EA can deliver it? Can they? Yeah. Will they? Probably not. Um, I think what you actually what you mentioned is really cool. The whole idea of like a couple of modes. And I think they could even expand on that if they do well. You could have, um, I think in your simulation mode, maybe you'd even want some elements of co-op, which I think we don't see enough of. Um, there is just no excuse to play this game together. Um, basically, you play alone. You get very alone and you get alone and you feel alone all the fucking time. So that would be great. And I think you could definitely do that, right? Have some sort of co-op and it makes it more realistic. Tactics all of a sudden have a purpose, right? And everything. So I think that that would be really, really great. You could have four-player co-op. You could have four players on one team. Yeah. Um, you know, yellow, you know, like like that. you can have four players on the game anyway, but you could have four-player simulation co-op where you're essentially, you could like basically cover the whole pitch from left to right in a 4-4-2. Like it'd be such an incredible way to play the game with your friends oh, yeah. and would keep you engaged. And, you know, everybody knows that since COVID, like game nights have become so important to people. Mm -hmm. Like hooking up with your friends over the internet, doing podcasts, playing games has become so important to people. And I think that, that for me... It, that, that's what they need to do. They need to deliver a way to engage us that isn't just completing SBCs because I think that whatever comes along from the competitor, they're going to really try their best to, to smash EA out of the water with their title. So for me, I am firmly of the opinion that if EA think they've got a year to fuck about and really just deliver a reskinned FIFA, they're going to be in trouble because if they just deliver a reskin of this game, and people are just like, I've never seen the switch off in FIFA like this FIFA, mm. like I saw. Team of the year, it fell off. 
Now I know it falls off, but this thing went off a cliff, mm-hmm. and and really it's 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 only been these latter campaigns leading into team of the season that have brought people back in. You know, if there had been another Hogwarts Legacy game come out, I think FIFA would still be struggling. So for me, they've got to deliver straight away and they've got to grip us and engage us and say to us, this isn't FIFA, this is EA Sports FC and this is what we're going to give you. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I like that, man. And I think it's it's just a matter of how will they get us to be engaged, right? And like you mentioned, these again, I'm going to go back to your whole idea, these two modes, right? I actually really like this. And the reason I say this is because, uh, listen, they're in FIFA right now, Let's say you go into a game. Let's say you're not a, as much of a hardcore as one of us that plays every fucking day, right? And you want to play something, what mode do you go into? Pro- probably you're going into Rivals, where guess what? It's sweaty as fuck, and you're probably not used to that, and you go, holy shit, who the hell are these guys playing this game? Everybody is a professional at this game, right? And there just isn't... Uh, part of that is it's hyper-competitive. Everything is very rewards-based in this game. And when you go into Rivals, the people that are in there... They have one goal most of the times, at least 90% of the time. Their goal is to win eight games and get the fuck out of there. So they're going to do everything possible to win that game so they can be done with their eight and be done for the week and have their rewards done, right? So I think EA also needs to add a mode that is rewarding. I don't know what that necessarily means, whether that's through packs, through players, through what. I don't know. But rewarding in some way through just the fun that you have, maybe. There needs to be a more casual mode that's rewarding enough that people want to play it because dude a lot of the times i'm just i'm just sick of it man like right now um i was gonna get on today and i was gonna play some rivals because i had nothing else to play and i went yeah that sounds like a terrible idea so i played something else instead so i mean that's if there was some fun like fun mode if there was co-op a co-op mode you could you know maybe that's where that that sort of place exists yeah then that would that would have been great right so that would have been what i played today so i think we need something for those types of players too I will throw something at you right now, which is this, right? If Volta was in foot, right, and you had five aside, using your foot players with your friends, you played the shit out of it. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You, if you were just like, okay, everybody, right? There's four of us, okay. Each one of us brings one player from their club. Okay, and then we're going to go and play some five-a-side. All right, JP, you've got loads of defenders. Are you bringing Kuman? Kev, are you bringing? Oh, I'm bringing CDK. You know it. John, are you bringing? I'm bringing that red Mbappe. You know I am. And you'd go and you would have fun with it. But Volta's just like, oh, I don't know. It, it's this fucking thing of I don't earn any coins doing it. Therefore, what's the point in doing it? Because I might as well go and play again. I might as well put my time into that and get 2,000 coins than put my time into Volta and get a cap. <laughs> but if that was in ultimate team that's a different matter me using my players from ultimate team like putting Cruyff in some fancy tracksuit you know or putting him in one of them like holland you know classic holland oh, orange yeah. tracks i love that you know taking him out and having fun with it if you could do all that stuff that would be amazing and i think really that that, that for me and i think for you kev to sort of bring this round what we want out of ea sports fc is a new experience we don't want FIFA. We want a new experience. And they need to deliver it to us as a fresh new product because they've not got to just get us back playing the game. They've also got to go and make an impact on everyone who's looking for FIFA because people are not DGENs. Most of the people that play the game are not like us who are just so hardcore into it. And some of them have parents who are just going to go looking for FIFA. I got you the FIFA game. 
Jesus Christ, I'm I've become one of those people. I referred to oh my god, I referred to to Minecraft as the Minecraft the other day. And I felt ancient. But that's the way parents are. And they're gonna go looking for the FIFA. And they're not going to find the FIFA. And they're not going to have a fucking clue what EA Sports FC is right. because nobody's told them. So this needs to be a new game that brings in a fresh audience. They need to get the young kids really into it, get them hooked in playing and enjoying the game and feeling rewarded for it. They need to give the DGENs everything that they want to be addicted to the game as much as they want outside of spending thousands of pounds. And what there needs to be is what there is on every other game. There needs to be a platform that DGENs use all the time, so they're always online, that is accessible to the everyday player. And that way, you're going to have a DGEN player base that's getting constantly rewarded because they're keeping the game alive. And then the new people that come in have an experience that they can enjoy because they're maybe not going to get smashed to pieces when they go and use it. And I think that that's what we need to find is like this level playing field for people to come and, and enjoy the game on their level. And, and really, that's what we want. That's what we want out of the game. Kev, how, how do you feel about that and about what I've said? Oh, I love it, man. Yeah, I really think that um, at the end of the day, man, I think that uh, what we want, and it's important to dis- to make that distinction, what we want might be different from what the, the casual player, which we often forget makes up a large majority of the player base as well, right? It's, it's different what we want. But that doesn't mean that we cannot coexist, that we cannot have both be possible and both be possible to exist. Again, we're going to go towards this. I'm going to keep like, keep referencing this whole thing of why is there no more casual mode in the game there is nowhere for me to just go have a good time in the game and then actually feel like i got something out of it like you mentioned with volta i can go in there and have a good time with it they have this mode called the volta arcade which is i think is open and again i say i think because i haven't engaged in it that much i think is open during the same times as the weekend league and it's tons of fucking fun this mode it is so good i hear people say all the time how volta sucks volta sucks it's terrible it's so fucking boring and I would say, yeah, I haven't engaged in it much because it's it's fucking boring. But what I would say is it's only boring because when I grind it out, at the end of it, I got the fucking cap, like you said, right? <laughs> this mode is awesome. It's What it is is you go in with four peop- uh, three other people. So it's four people in total, and they drop you in. If you guys have ever played uh, Mario Party, it's similar to this. There's, let's say, five mini games. These could be we're going to juggle a ball. We're going to play you know, hot potato with the ball. We're going to... Um, you know, do, do some sort of skill game type, fun type of game thing, bouncing the ball off the wall, like a uh, racquetball kind of thing, right? Until someone wins. And then at the end of it, it totals your scores of who won all of these little mini games. And then you have a champion at the end of it. This is fun, man. Why isn't there the shit in Thief or in Ultimate Team, man? And Ultimate Team put, it doesn't have to be this exactly, but just something like this that'll give us some sort of rewards. Obviously, this is not going to give us an icon player pick at the end of it, I'm sure. But some sort of rewards just for doing that. And then if you're a casual player... You can just keep going through this, get some rewards, build up a little team, have a good time, and then use these players in their tracksuits in this mode again and have a great time. And then for us hardcores, we'll we'll just that's that'll be our break, and then we go back into the weekend league, right? So that's uh, with rewards that we got from this, even better. I throw one at you, real simple. Um, uh, beat a player a hundred times with Johan Cruyff to unlock the nineteen seventy four World Cup uh, tracksuit. And then when you see somebody with that tracksuit, you quit. Because <laughs> <laughs> the FIFA community is occasionally toxic. Yeah. 
Um, Kevin, um, it has been a privilege having you on. Uh, I know I've kept you here for a long, long time, and I do appreciate you taking the time tonight to come on the show. I know how exhausting it is doing two podcasts a week. You're now into, what is it, your fourth podcast in a row, so I know that you must be very tired. I am incredibly grateful for you coming on, and I'm incredibly grateful to have you as a friend uh, and, and be a major part of my life. Um where can the people find you and how can they get in contact with you? JP, thank you so much for having me, dude. It's truly a pleasure coming on. And I wouldn't say that it's tiring because I get to hang out with one of my best friends, a really great guy, and someone I also am very, 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 very happy that I got to meet. Uh, love you, man. And you guys can find me at KevinK93LFC on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, I'll probably stream after this, to be honest. So come, come say hi to me. And I'll always say hi to you guys back. Uh, how about you, JP? Yeah, you can find me at Doctorfoot PhD um, on Twitter. Uh, I'm also available in the NBAFT uh, Discord, uh, where I am again uh, at Doctorfoot, uh, but JP next to it. So if you know me, call me JP. Everybody does. Um, you can also find uh, the podcast on Twitter at Your FIFA Podcast. That's Your FIFA Podcast. Uh, there you'll find updates, memes, and you'll get a taste for who's in charge of the account, depending upon what's been tweeted out. If it's a really funny meme, it's probably Jandy. And if it's a very serious and well-written uh, note, it's Martin, because he's a non-English speaker. So naturally he's the best at writing in English out of all of us because we're idiots and he's incredibly smart. Yes. Um, you can also find him at Chop Suey FIFA. You can find the great John Bridges at John Bridges 34 on Twitter and on Twitch. And you can find Jandy at Jandy foot. What I would ask if you're still with us after an hour and 24 minutes is this. Could you, on the platform you are listening on, please go and rate us five stars. It makes such a huge difference in terms of the number of people we can reach with the show. It makes a huge difference when people come along and see that we have these positive ratings. And any feedback that you want to give us, you know, whether that's JP needs to turn down his fucking microphone or whether or not that's JP needs to stop shouting. Mostly, I imagine their complaints about me shouting because everybody else is really professional. But anything you want to say, good or bad, I would love to hear. Um, Kev, what do you got to say? Yeah, I just wanted to say a big thank you. So I noticed we did get a couple of reviews on Apple. I want to read these real quick. One from our friend Waterman, Waterman Surf on here. What a guy, by the way. What a fucking legend of the of the Discord. He says, for all you FIFA Ultimate Team junkies just like me, this pod is for you. Enjoy a steady stream of new episodes, examine gameplay, and the latest content brought to you some by the great hosts and um, guests of the Foot community and Foot Podcasting Royalty. Regular episodes um, full of great discussion advice with John, Martin, the lovable Kevin, uh, and a midweek masterpiece with Jandy and the one and only Foot Doc JP. Cheers, folks. So thanks, man, for that one. What a goat. And then also from T. Hutch, who's also one of the guys on the Discord, he says, best FIFA podcast, my favorites in the Foot community. Thank you. And also from Golf Master. Golf Master says, nice, comprehensive Foot coverage. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Like, it just makes our day. I mean, we do this for fun because we love doing it and we love talking about FIFA. So we're always going to do it for fun, man, because it's just a great excuse for us to hang out with our mates. But to get feedback like that, honestly, I can't tell you, it lifts me. It lifts my heart. It, it, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like we're contributing. And I know that from the look on Kevin's face right now, he is absolutely buzzing that he gets to read things like this. Mm -hmm. So 100%. please remember... 
when this game gets you down and you're feeling like your player picks are coming out crap, when your hero PP is stinky and infected, just remember, it ain't nothing but a foot thing, baby. Good night and thank you for listening. Peace. 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 Peace.